0: We knew that the outcome and the benefits of what we were doing was going to be on the continent right so we wanted to secure and safeguard things on the continent before we did it here mm-hmm. yeah so we've been registered in the gambia since 2014 and we our initiatives at the time were education health
1: and um life skills okay my name is dr asha sefanit wudasi And like many people of African descent, I used to live in the UK, but I always had a dream which developed into a plan to move to an African country of my dreams. After traveling around several African countries on the African continent, I finally settled on Malawi, a small country the size of the UK, which is in the east side of the African continent. And I love it here. My podcast is about my life in Malawi, how I got here, how I'm managing to stay here and some of the interesting things I get up to during my daily life. I also focus on helping you to break through with your own best life plans for living in your own hot country of your dreams or just having the life you want. I also look at your money freedoms, your job freedoms, and many other things that can help you to get that best life. So stick with me as I take you through the Living Your Best Life in Africa experience. It's going to be a blast. Greetings. You're listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast, and this is is episode 141. Greetings, everybody. I hope you're having a best life week. You know this is what I am all about. So this week, I'm really excited to bring you part two of the Angela Rose All Together Giving Africa interview. If you listened to last week's episode, you would have heard about what led Angie to set up the Altogether Giving Africa charity in the Gambia. In this week's episode, we hear about the work of the charity and we also hear about how we can get involved in the work that Angie is doing. I really hope you enjoy the episode. And more importantly, please click the links which are at the end of the show notes for this episode. You know those show notes. Where you're listening to the podcast, you'll see a set of notes. Click the see more button and you'll see all of the show notes and links for this episode and those links will take you directly to the work that Angie and the Altogether Giving Africa charity are doing in the Gambia and also in the UK because it's the UK work that feeds the charity in the Gambia. So I hope you enjoy the episode and please remember to leave comments and any questions that you have in my social media boxes. Thank you. And you, you've you seen, I can say, you've seen... Yes, I have. And I mean, you've jumped on ahead because um, the, the listeners won't necessarily be able to follow the facts. But, you know, I guess the question I want to ask is, did you formalise the charity or do you just call it a charity?
0: No, the charity was, was registered in 2014 in the Gambia. Right. And we did that. We did it things slightly in reverse order but because we were still learning. Mm-hmm. And what we realised we knew that the outcome and the benefits of what we were doing was going to be on the continent. Right. So we wanted to secure and safeguard things on the continent before we did it here,
2: Mm -hmm. yeah.
0: So we've been registered in the Gambia since 2014 and we, our initiatives at the time were education, health and um, life skills. Okay. Um, because we we also had a group of young men that we were teaching as well, Mm -hmm. you know, because at the time our committee, we had a a teacher and he would go out to Gambia, um, during the six weeks holiday to deliver workshops, Mm -hmm. that was his contribution, so we were teaching the young men how to read and write and, you you know, we realized along the way that a lot of our brothers and sisters were illiterate, Mm -hmm. you know, um, for, for many reasons. Although they may be bilingual and they could communicate with you, you would never know for yes. a conversation. But when we started to to talk about the, the history of our heroes and she-roses, you know, that's when I realized, because I was buying books, you know, mm. about Marcus Garvey, you know, Martin Luther King and Nanny and all of that, and not just through interacting with them daily when we were out there. So we then realized that we had to do something in terms of education. So how can we... At least contribute to them learning to just even write their name Mm -hmm. you know so we did that facilitated that we had about 40 young men and and some sisters as well and then um brother rob at the time who was leading education he trained one of the young men to deliver the sessions Mm -hmm. so there would be a continuation um when we returned to the gambia and then we were sending things via social media you know via email when we were out there we would bring the, the resources, like, you know, the posters and
2: stuff yes.
0: that them. And so they could set up we pay for the area where they would would um, have their lessons every Wednesday. You know, so all of that was going on. Um, and then we was doing the donations. And then we was doing the health. So we all just organically kind of focused on those areas that are very important, you know, to, to our existence. Because without health, and our tag is, your health is your wealth. Yes. Without health, you have nothing.
2: That's right. So that,
0: that was very important, and we recognise that health is not valued, um, you know, on, on on our continent because of the need. Mm-hmm. It's it's about living in the day.
2: That's you know, right.
0: Finding a meal, you know, the basic needs. That's right. You know, so we've gained and learnt so much, sis. You know, in terms of not criticising. Mm-hmm. You know, because a lot of us we we can criticise. Yes. You know. But what are we going to actually do
1: about mm-hmm. it? You're right, gonna... you're right, because, you know, again, it's it's something that I talk about, the importance of having relative views, you know, yes. that we need to measure things with the right eye when we're yes. dealing with, with Africa, because we're taught to, to criticise our own and to measure it according to Western standards. And I, I talk about it a lot because Malawi is considered to be the fifth poorest country in the world. And so I'm always talking about why why life is better. I think I think I've got a podcast episode called "Why Life Is Better in the sixth poorest country in the world than in the West, the fifth richest country in the world." And it's you know illuminating about the you know the 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 way we measure life and the way we measure benefit is different. And so I totally get what you're saying. Now you you snuck into the clinic. So I'd really like you to say something about the clinic, its name, its location, how you got that, well, you talked about how you got the connection, but um, how you ended up sort of sponsoring that clinic. And I know that because when I spoke to you when I was in the Gambia, you arranged for me to visit the clinic. So I know I can picture the clinic that you're talking about. I dare not say the name because I know I will get it wrong. So I'm going to let you Tell us about the clinic. So, Old Joshua mm-hmm. Health
0: Centre is the foundation of our health initiative.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, we can say what we want to do, but you need a foundation. You sure. know, you've got to start at that foundation level. And and that's why I mentioned our elder, uh, Mr. Soul, because that elder, he saw the vision. Mm-hmm. You know he was the, the administrator and you know in in africa you know the elders are highly respected yes you know um you know that's a different story in terms of you know traditions you know practices the culture the religion there are some elements i mean we've gone in and kind of changed that kind of a little bit because we say about you need to challenge things that are not working mm-hmm. with respect but you know we we're working on those things slowly and our elder mr soul rest his soul he understood that in us mm-hmm. he understood that we respected the religion he understood that we respected the culture he understood that we were learning about the traditions mm-hmm. but he also yeah embraced the fact that we were bringing about a change yes. without challenging or trying to change their custom and practices but mm-hmm. what we were bringing was going to add benefits yes you know so that was a, a, a very important thing is because we'd reason with him and we'd talk and he'd say, look, just do what you're doing because we need this. We've had many people that's come along.
2: That's right. That do look
0: like us. Mm. But they come with an ulterior motive. Yeah. You know? And I remember being at the clinic one day when we went to deliver, drop some donations off. And I remember um, a, a woman being there and she was sitting there and I was thinking, What is this woman doing here she was out there while we were talking but she seemed distracted Mm -hmm. because she came on a mission Mm -hmm. so she she left us and went into a room and then my 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 other my sister went in and said what are you doing here you know research we're doing research on Mm -hmm. on, on mobility you know and, and what when babies die and they were going through all these records and documents that you couldn't really make head or tail off mm-hmm. because, you know, they only record so much information. Yes. So she was trying to extract information. And I remember at the time I was thinking, well, what are you going to do with this information? Mm-hmm. So we need to be engaged and involved because, remember, we're accommodating people. And because of the conditions, people can come in yeah, and tell you a story. And then they take the information That's and they right. go and and i've seen this many times you know even with our herbs our natural mm-hmm. you know, nutrients that we have they go and take it out and then they package it package it and then they you know the same thing you know like what our ancestors experienced back in the day because we're just naturally caring giving accommodating people yeah so they they use that so anyway we you know we started and said well we want to do something here we want to actually you know improve the standards here So he was telling us what is needed and we had those conversations. The health day was the beginning of that. Mm -hmm. So how we started was with infection control.
2: Okay.
0: Because we noticed that the the environment wasn't clean, Mm -hmm. you know, when we walked around. And at the time, one of our committee members, she had her own care group. And, you know, she did a lot around infection control training. So we started by just showing them basic how to wash their hands mm-hmm. and we gave them examples of the area that we, we identified that wasn't clean. We said, so would you get one of your family members to drink from this cup? And they said no. So we said, okay, so why would you expect the, 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 the patients, you know, mm-hmm. to accept this? So we just started to drip feed little bit of information mm-hmm. with example mm-hmm. not just going in and say we're going to do this because remember we're exchanging skills and we're teaching as we go along sure so that was where it started and when we did the infection control workshop at the health the first health day wow that was one of the busiest stores yeah and just by showing them how and teaching them about cross infection all those kind of things mm. and you can, you know, a lot of the, the, the diseases that they're, they're, they're experiences is just down to basic hygiene, mm-hmm. you know. So that was where it started. And then from there, we started to look. We had stalls on blood pressure because obviously we're getting the information about the conditions that are impacting the community. Blood pressure, diabetes, yes. you know, all of those things, women's and men's health.
2: Mm-hmm. So
0: those were the, the main stores that we had initially, Okay. You know? And then from that, we got the data, so we recorded, so anybody that, so at the health day, you'd get free health checks.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Free, so we would, so we'd come back and we'd ask people to donate blood pressure machines, blood sugar testing machines, people would donate that. And then we would give them those equipments to be yeah. able to, yeah so, yeah, so you can see how, how things were progressing and they were blown away by the the statistics after that first health day, Mm. in terms of how many people was walking around with high blood pressure, the diabetes levels, you know, so um, they would then get follow-up, so they would be referred from those results. Mm -hmm. And then each year, then we started to promote more people wanted to, to come because it became a big thing. We'd go and we do all the media stuff because I'd go down a week before mm-hmm. and do the media side of things and interviews promoting it. This would be in the Gambia, yes, this okay. Is in Gambia. So, in Gambia, mm-hmm. three weeks, yeah, I'd spend a week. But the team would also do their they call it sanitization, yeah, so yeah, so they would sanitize, go around, and, and then I started to teach them how to engage and just. Think one thing just led to another mm-hmm. thing, and I love marketing. One of the things I've really grown to like is marketing because it's it's part of what we do. You know, we yes. get the message out there to those that need. So, the health day from twenty seventeen, um, started. We had about two hundred people attended to three hundred people. Mm-hmm. The last one we did in twenty nineteen because due to the, the mm-hmm. pandemic was we had over 700 people there
1: Whoa! so it's grown like the 700 yeah. so they're coming from all over gambia for this All
0: over the gambia and
1: <coughs> and you know so we do the and obviously as we go and i tell you sis
0: wow i mean i'll i'll, I'll send you a cu- couple of the, the videos from our so then 2019 things changed a bit so we were able to do the physical one mm-hmm. but we just didn't want to stop because that's not what it's about we have to find a way Twenty twenty, we did it online,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but we did a month. Yeah, okay. And then the day that it was meant to happen, the physical day in twenty twenty, we did it online, like the health day. And we had people, we got people to come online and talk about sick or cell, mm. you know, and and you know, present online for different conditions. And yeah, and and I, oh, that was hard work. We wish we we'd done it for a, a week, but we did it for a month. <laughs> yeah, to do videos every day. And yeah, and we covered different you know yeah so put the information up online so that was 2020 2021 we didn't do one obviously um so now we're the 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 team and what we did as well sis as we were teaching so we did the first one the second one we made the 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 old joshua team they organized it we supported because we're not creating dependence
2: Mm -hmm. that's right We're
0: we're teaching you how to fish but we want you to be able to eat that's right high. so that's how we so everything we do is about you know you're not if you continue to depend we will continue to be mm. in the condition we are and we also taught, taught them as well during that period that if no tourists can come to us to mm-hmm. because tourism is the main source that's Zambia, right what are you gonna do exactly so what came Ebola came
2: that's right
0: and then they realized mm-hmm. how important what we were saying because nobody was going to Africa, West Africa, because mm-hmm. of Ebola, yeah, because of the, 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 the propaganda machine, the way it was promoting it. So it impacted. But we went. Mm-hmm. Good. We, went. we went in that year because we recognize and because it's our duties our responsibility when everybody else will not turn up because they're only coming there for the the sun, the sea and the young people in, Mm -hmm. anyway we won't go into that, but you know what I mean, we don't have that option, we can't turn our back on Mama Africa, so we still organised a a, a group tour that year and we got a lot of, you know, criticism, you know, from from people, oh you're going up in Ebola, what if this da da da, we're going, and you know that, that year we took one of our largest groups to the Gambia because it was a half term trip mm-hmm. that year and we had, if I remember off the top of my head, we had 58 people booked we ended up going with 48 Okay And on the flight going to Gambia that year, we were the largest amount of people on there because nobody was travelling you were mm-hmm.
1: scared. Was scared Yeah. We went to Gambia that year Good for you, oh gosh I could sit and this talk to you all day <laughs> All day at the
0: time, I know sis, it's a long time, yeah.
1: It's, it's amazing. I mean, you talk about you know the the success of the health day. Um, are there any other successes that you would want people to know about?
0: So, so we've got so that the health in health, I mean, we've just you know, and we're on the journey that that health clinic, mm-hmm. oh, Joshua is now,
1: I mean, they've they, oh, they've got a dental school there as well. That's another, yeah. I don't know if they spoke about it. I, I didn't. They didn't just speak about it. I saw it on the tour. They yeah. gave me a tour of everything: the dental yeah. school, the lab, the library. Yeah, everything, everything. So
0: you can see the did. yeah, and it's put Old Joshua and Health Center now. It's like a flagship clinic. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and and in terms of the health there as well, what that, that what that's brought in. But now, you know. We've got a model there that now we're being approached mm-hmm. to do to duplicate else, elsewhere at other health clinics. We've got something in the in the pipeline at the moment that we've yes. been approached about. So so yes, um, yeah, things and they've now got a, a computer system. They've yes. now got an electronic system at the clinic as well. You know, so they're growing now in terms of education so that's the basis of what we do because everything we do is is based on education Mm -hmm. so we've got a a store so we've got an office in gambia we've got a store because obviously we need the store to put the donations so they can be distributed but we've got a group of young men a committee as well in the gambia that we've also developed and trained Mm -hmm. you know and they run the gambia office you know so we you know we've got young men as well that have got Abilities. There's no yeah. one I can think of straight away that he can repair anything. Yeah, <laughs> he can do anything, and he just repairs. Yeah. yeah. So we've now invested in him. He's, he's just done an engineering course online. Amazing. You know, you know, yeah, we we paid paid for that. So because the thing is, online they can develop now. You know. So he's just finished that. Um, so now he can add to what is his natural ability. You know, with with the the technical um, side of things, because he's had that training. Mm-hmm. The whole team, we always, you know, they're finding ways of developing. They organise everything on the ground. You met Keba.
1: I've met Keba. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I think for me,
0: sis, it's the education mm. is is the frontam- fundamental part of what we do. Because everything we do is about developing. And, you know, I realize that the lack of educational resources Mm -hmm. and opportunities is is a challenge, you know. Um, Up until today, things have improved. Mm -hmm. And that's not just for our team, but that's just across the board, you know, for families as well. So, you know, for me personally, you know, education is the key to freedom because education has got me to where I am
1: today. Yes.
0: Educating myself, and I'm not talking about the academics. Mm-hmm. I'm just talking about, you know, investing in yourself. Yes. You know, so that for me is about the future generations, you know, and investing in human development.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that's what Aga does, you know, and then that will lead to economic growth.
2: That's right.
0: You know, because if the, if 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 Keba. Yeah, it's come a long way mm-hmm. to when I first met Kevin And I met Kebba through my husband, mm-hmm. through my husband's taxi driver. Yes. <laughs> and Keber and our other team members, but Keber more so because he's from the beginning.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, he was a blank canvas. Yes. He, and I know he's told you some of his journey, but mm. let me tell you, he's an example of what human... Um, investment and development can do. Yeah. And he is now self-sufficient. He can now provide for his family. Mm-hmm. He has those tools, Yes. you know, to, to, to know that there are little things, like a bit like what you say you do, mm-hmm. you know, in living your best life, you know, the, the, the courses that you do and making it happen not having to worry on a daily basis Mm
1: -hmm. to sell your soul for crumbs you Ah. know and losing your dignity just to make a dalasi come on
0: that's right yeah so so that for us and that's why we have values in in the organization Mm -hmm. and those values are our moral compass Mm -hmm. yeah so communication honesty,
2: mm-hmm.
0: integrity, accountability, and respect
2: mm-hmm.
0: is, are the values of Aga.
2: Yes, amazing, really so,
0: good. And everything we do, sis, mm-hmm. has got to be represented through one of those values.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, I'm really, really proud because I tell you what, it's not easy, as I said, we sit here and I'm, I, mean, I love talking about it, it gives me a beautiful, warm <laughs> feeling and but it takes resilience, yeah. it takes discipline, it takes time, you know, passion, you know, challenges. Yes. You know, and, and, and the physical side of it, you know. So but guess what, sis?
1: It's all for us. Yeah. And the reward I mean, the you know, the listeners can't see your face, I can. And I can see just the joy on your face as you talk about it. And just that sense of satisfaction at doing something that has changed people's lives. I went to that clinic and, you know, I mean, they speak about you and about the AGA team. Like, I've never heard them speak about European NGOs. And it's interesting because I've, I've, waxed about these this thing before european ngos and the way they you know their their emphasis on on their kind of so-called charity and i you use the exact words that i used which is their focus is about giving our people fish and not teaching our people how to fish and then on top of that you have some of our people in academia who blame our people for not wanting to learn how to fish you know when here in the uk we have the same system where you teach our people to just niam fish and you Uh. do not invest in their ability to fish for themselves and for them to see a future pathway For their fish and the fish that they make and the fish that they catch and the fish that they turn into other things. There's very little to any pathway for that. And so you're singing my song and I can see the joy on your face as you speak. And it is wonderful to see and hear. I mean I have a a private Facebook group there aren't many people in it because again you know sometimes our people just need to sort of be coached towards seeing what is for them but it's a private locked group and for some of the people in that group I'm going to put some of the video in there so they can see the joy on your face as you speak because it is such a, a wonderfully humbling but also it's it's so reassuring That if this is what you're on, then you're doing the right thing, you know. And I've met Keba. And Keba, you know, I'm due to return to the Gambia. And I've already been in touch with Keba, who will do everything for me that I need in order for me and my group of people Mm -hmm. who are all family members to be able to experience a, a wonderful Gambia and to be able to employ our people in a way that allows them to promote and respect their own dignity, is one of the greatest things that we can do.
0: Sis, you've got, listen, you see what you, oh sis, I, 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 yesterday I spoke to Kevin because he's very busy at the moment, i am doing a lot of work at the moment. Yes. What is so What I'm proud of, I know that he will represent.
1: Yeah, oh, I know he will.
0: He will represent Africa
1: Yeah, because he told yeah. you I'm coming, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah you know, <laughs> he's excited. It, but what I love is that. Yeah, he knows. Mm-hmm. This is about representation. Yes, he knows. Not about just trying to get what you can. That's right. And just eat for one day, because I used to <laughs> always tell them. they'll tell you, Sister Angie, when we, I said, oh, say so you want to eat for
2: one day. Yes.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. I said, you want to full your belly for one day. That's <laughs>
2: right. So.
0: This is why I'm, and then you know, I even said to him yesterday, you may need to form a little business, mm-hmm. yeah, on the tour side, you know, because yeah. people coming my foot but you have to train, so you're gonna have to duplicate, replicate, keep mm-hmm. That's right. You see, you see, sis. So you see what's happening. Yes. So, uh, and this is what we've got to think about: is that investing. Mm-hmm. And the challenges will be there because when you're conditioned in a certain way. And mm-hmm. remember, they're not used to us coming sex. No, they're they not,
1: We're not the people that they're used to. you are not used and to yeah. the brothers
0: and sisters.
1: We, 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 we come with a different standard.
0: So we have to be patient, we have to be tolerant, but we also have to be disciplined and we have to, like when we have our children, if they're doing something wrong, we have to still let them know with loving kindness. That's right. That's not okay. hmm And the consequences of if you continue. That's and right. And sometimes we have to leave some of our people behind because mm-hmm. they may not be ready. That's right. But it doesn't have to be rough. So that's what we're about. Yes. So about developing, yeah, our brothers and sisters, yeah, to recognize that we are the original people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we are and everybody depends on us yes. yeah? and we have to recognize how beautiful and powerful we are and that we have all that we need in us in all of us we're just doing our a little bit sis, yeah. You, yeah yeah and i'm i'm and you don't know how humbled i am yeah to be here
1: so i mean as we kind of come to the close and i wish we didn't have to but um, if people wanted to get involved in altogether giving Africa what would be the first thing they would need to do so what I would say
0: because the other thing is in the UK here Mm. while we're preparing you know we do the donations and we collect and we sort every donation we, we you know we pack them so we have what we call garage days yes yeah so this is another opportunity for our community here to connect and get involved and be part of you know making a difference mm-hmm. you know so we love when people donate their time yeah so we had one of those days yesterday we those well days yes yesterday. i saw the video so we get the young people involved you know everybody of all different age mm-hmm. groups and they come and, and they feel good when they leave so i would say to contact so my contact number is 07903 591 426 and I'm Sister Angie as I'm mm-hmm. known. Also, if um, they want to contact us by email, mm-hmm. it's all together giving Africa and I know you'll put all of this uh, All of this, yes, I will. in the link, so it's all together giving Africa and then it's aga, A-G-A at gmail.com. We're also on social media. We are because we started out as a voluntary organization, so you have to do little things things step by step mm-hmm. as my mama used to say, one one corker full basket.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So we have social media. We started off with our Facebook page and it's all together giving Africa
2: mm-hmm.
0: on our Facebook page. Our Instagram is fairly new and that's AGA underscore Gambia.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So on our social media handles, it's organic to what we do. Yes. We don't mix up things.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everything to do with the journey of altogether giving Africa. All about what we do. So the other thing that's important to say as well, sis, we record everything. So when somebody donates an item to us or yeah. items, we always ask them if they mind if we take a picture.
2: Mm-hmm
0: because what's important to us as well is our integrity that's mm-hmm. one of our values
1: mm-hmm. and
0: being accountable we don't want anybody to say we're doing anything that we shouldn't be doing yes you know so we like to evidence everything that we do so those those social media handles are to show our community that when we collect our, your donations we always acknowledge them thank people we like to big people up but we show you the journey from when we collect those donations to when they arrive to the beneficiaries mm. on the continent yeah because it could be Gambia it could be Sierra Leone it could be Ghana it could be Nigeria it could be you know mainly Gambia yeah so you see everything we do on both our handles um, we are currently in the process somebody donated a, a website a, a, a man said he wanted to build the website for us so that's happening at this moment mm. but if you want to contact me directly email Um, Telephone or leave a message on our social media and we'll always get back to you.
1: Okay, that's amazing. And so, finally, do you have anything coming up in the pipeline that you want to tell the listeners about? So, currently, where we are at, one of the other
0: things that we do because what we do, we take it seriously. We are currently day two into Ramadan Mm -hmm. for a month. Yes. And the main Mm -hmm. question people ask me when I say this. Some of our committee members are observing Ramadan,
2: mm-hmm.
0: uh, and we are observing it because we stand in solidarity. Mm. Again, as I said, about acknowledging and respecting mm-hmm. that we all have our different cultures and our different beliefs. We're not trying to change anybody; everybody's where they're at. But for us, as a as a, a charity who encourages charity,
2: mm-hmm.
0: we need to also stand in solidarity. So we are currently observing Ramadan. Um, and what we're doing during this period is, as we've always done during this period, to support our brothers and sisters, we ask for people to donate something.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Because what we do, we donate, we collect, and we do this anyway, just amongst us. Um, and at the end of um, Ramadan, you know, they have their celebrations of Eid. Because we we've, we've learned as well, mm-hmm. so we'll we nominate a village okay. or a family who will receive those funds. Mm-hmm. And also alongside that, we are also doing a food drive. Okay. This is something that we do. So if people want to contribute food items that are non-perishable and within six months. Mm-hmm. So we don't want anything that's gonna be running out because we've got to ship, ship it. it. Takes about eight weeks to get the items there. So um, if anybody would like to also donate to that in this time,
2: mm-hmm.
0: during this month, we would also be very very grateful so they can make a financial contribution or they can make a a food donation and that barrel or the funds um at the end of ramadan will be allocated to a family or a village in the most need and again likewise that information will be readily available on our social media handles okay that's
1: great and so yeah i will put your contact details in then fortunately uh um ramadan lasts for 30 days for, yes. for the month and so yeah. what we will do is we'll make sure that it's in the notes of yeah. the of this particular recording Okay, you, so that so yeah. that people know that what they need to do is to contact you to get the finer details yes, for them yeah. to be able to donate. And yeah. um, so, yeah. I mean, we've we've come to the end. Do you have any parting shots for us? Any words of wisdom? Anything know, that you want to say? Do
0: you know what I'll say? Mm. Sis and I, I, I always say this: find your purpose
2: mm.
0: and live on purpose. Yeah and one of the things my mum always said do good and good will follow you
2: so true. i remember
0: at the beginning i said we are self-funded mm-hmm. we're not doing this for any other reason than it is our duty and responsibility there is always somebody in need mm-hmm. and one thing from doing the work that we're doing on the continent it gives you a reason to live
2: that's right
0: outside of your day-to-day i say i go to work to earn
1: the funds that allows me to do the things (laughs) i really enjoy that's right that's right (laughs) and so you you get up in the morning with a completely different perspective don't you jumping out of your bed to go to that awful plantation job because and they don't know why you're smiling and why you're so happy
0: <laughs> absolutely yeah that's why that's why they say to me you make me sick you're mm. always happy in
1: yeah
0: world. yeah i have a reason to mm-hmm. live
1: yeah definitely yeah?
0: and to continue the legacy of our Mm ancestors who endured so much since for us to be here yes on this platform right now i don't have time to waste this
1: yeah i totally agree it has been just such a wonderfully refreshing interview um and i you know i can see that many many of the listeners knowing what they like and what they don't like that they're just going to love this because a lot of our people are looking for a way to do their little thing you know without feeling that you know they've got to step into these huge shoes sometimes they just need a little way in you know but since the other thing is you just Mm. remember if like people
0: don't say oh we could never do it but we want to support you if you're not able to do something like this there are many organizations Mm. yeah i know people you know they say no, i do not listen yeah things are happening things are happening so if you are not able to do what we are doing, mm-hmm. yeah. And those, you know, other lovely people that you also interviewed, this. tap in. Yeah, there is an organisation that you can support. Yeah, you know, in many ways. Like I say, your time—if it's, if it's just to come and just pack up some donations and just have a little two hours, contribute financially to living your best life, doing one of the courses, you know, getting the information, because you may not benefit now but at some point in time you can draw on it so tap in you know contact our beautiful sister asha you know you can contact me i can signpost you to to other organizations you know um if there's an area that you really want to support so that's what i say but find something that you enjoy that doesn't have anything Mm -hmm. attached to it
1: that's right
0: something that you want to do Mm. you had this burning desire to
1: do and do it and do it oh thank you so much for just taking the time because i know how extremely busy you are so thank you so much for taking the time to share with us the wonderful work that you are doing and i'll make sure your show notes are in the episode so that um, people can contact you directly and link with you to join with what you are doing do you want to tell us where your charity is based where do you locate yourself when you're in the uk so i we live in
0: enfield okay yeah the office is in north london okay we have two storage spaces one in south london in peckham and Mm. one in barking okay so um you know if people want to donate that side or whatever um, yeah so, so that's it really, and you know, as I said, we share most of what we're doing on social media. Mm-hmm. I've got a flyer for the the, the um, feeder Family okay. you know, contributions during, during that, which I just share. I use social media, mm-hmm. um, you know, to benefit us.
2: Yeah, that's um, right.
0: There's a lot of good going on in our community. Absolutely. So that's, yeah. So if people want to contact me, as I said, but we're, the office is in North London. I live in Enfield storage in south london and storage in east
1: london <laughs> and the rest in between okay that is amazing um, and the office in gambia as well yes and so i mean if people wanted kind of sitting there thinking to themselves hmm i wonder if i should take that first step and join one of your tours aha <laughs> uh-huh. now how would so, they do that so,
0: the, so they can go to our website Mm-hmm. So that is www.agatours.co.uk, mm-hmm. they can contact me, same number, same okay. number. Again, we've also got our social media, Agatours, mm-hmm. um, on Facebook and on Instagram, it's Agatours 2020. And we've got various tours this year, because obviously the tourism side of things was impacted on during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but now we're inundated, so we've got a trip to Gambia, half term trip Mm -hmm. to Gambia from the 22nd of October, okay. Um, for the teachers and the young and our young people, that's for seven days, or people can stay for 14 or 21. So it's a half term trip, okay. And then we've got Tanzania, we've got Ghana in there twice,
2: Mm -hmm. so
0: there's a lot going on this year. Go to our website or contact me directly. Mm-hmm. or
1: email um info at uk. oh that's great thank you so much you're and well, again always. i mean you know my face <laughs> yeah there's not even enough room on the screen for the big smile on my face <laughs> okay but thank you for taking the time i really Lies really appreciate it for the work that thank you're doing you well. thank you so much do you know what Interviewing this sister has been a wonderful and a remarkable experience because it is such a joy to bring you live someone that is actually fulfilling some of the objectives that we all have, which is to help our brothers and sisters. And to be the change that we want to see rather than feeling that we are always on the sidelines watching others do that work. So I really want to say a big thank you to Sister Angela Rose and the Altogether Giving Africa team both in the UK and in the Gambia. And I want to send out a special thank you to Brother Keba, who is the lead person for the charity in The Gambia. A truly wonderful soul. And someone who really embodies the altogether giving Africa spirit. I hope you enjoyed this episode and indeed the last two episodes. Remember... What this is all about is the opportunity, the chance and the choice for us to live our best life. Because if we don't do it, then we get the best life that others want for us. You've been listening to the Living Your Best Life in Africa podcast. My name is Dr. Asha. And until the next episode of this wonderful journey, I'm out.